Reducing the need for a priesthood by providing direct access to knowledge, the foundations of patriarchy were eroding. I was searching at the time for a washed-out road. Picking up the voice of pleasure in men's and women's stories about love, and also among adolescent girls and young boys, I came to the places where this voice drops off, and a tragic story takes over. The tragic story where love leads to loss and pleasure is associated with death was repeated over and over again in operas, folk songs, the blues, and novels. We were in love with the tragic story of love. It was our story. If we have a map showing where pleasure is buried and where the seeds of tragedy are planted, then we can see an order of living that was presumed to be natural or inevitable as a road we have taken and trace alternative routes. Piecing together an ancient love story with the findings of contemporary research, I found myself led into the heart of a mystery, and then to a new mapping of love. This book is a record of that journey. In the mid-1980s, I began a study with women and men whose intimate relationships with one another had reached a point of crisis. People were asking new questions about love, finding their way alone and together across a shifting societal and psychic terrain. More women were speaking openly about their experiences of love, saying what they knew about pleasure. The double standard, or what Freud had called a double morality, had led to concealment of the truth, false optimism, self-deception, and deception of others on the part of both women and men. The poet, Jory Graham's questions became everyone's questions. How far is true enough? How far into the earth can vision go and still be? Love. A search for truth was uncovering a buried history, revealing the extent to which neither men nor women felt authentic. How had this happened? Where had they split with their souls, their desires, their connection to each other? Led by an awareness of this disconnection, I began to explore the roots of what seemed a pervasive trauma. Trauma is the shock to the psyche that leads to dissociation, our ability to separate ourselves from parts of ourselves, to create a split within ourselves so that we can know and also not know what we know, feel and not feel our feelings. It is our ability, as Freud put it in Studies on Hysteria, to hold parts of our experience not as a secret from others but as a foreign body, within ourselves. The foundational stories we tell about Western civilization are stories of trauma. Oedipus is wounded and abandoned by his parents, who drive a stake through his feet, hence the name Oedipus, which means swollen foot, and give him to a herdsman with instructions to leave the baby on a hillside to die. Saved by the herdsman, Oedipus is fated to kill his father, Laius, and marry his mother, Jocasta a fate decreed by Apollo as retribution for Laius having sexually violated a young boy. The Oresteia, Aeschylus' trilogy about the founding of Athenian democracy, tells a story so horrible it is almost unspeakable. Atreus, the father of Agamemnon, the king who will lead the Greek army to Troy, had a brother, Thyestes, who ran off with Atreus' wife. In response to this loss and the blow to male honor it carries, Atreus invites Theestes to a banquet and serves him his children, cut up and cooked into a stew. Athenian democracy is the civic order created to contain the seemingly endless cycle of violence that follows in the wake of this trauma. 
The Oresteia links the establishment of democracy with the reinstatement of patriarchy. As Orestes, Agamemnon's son, is acquitted for the crime of killing his mother at the first recorded trial. Athena, born from the head of Zeus, casts the deciding vote in his favor, giving priority to fathers by saying, The death of a wife who killed her husband is bad, but not so bad as the death of a father and king. In the book of Genesis, the trauma is the expulsion of Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden. It, too, leaves a legacy of violence and betrayal. Cain, the son of Adam and Eve, murders his brother Abel. In the story of Noah, God brings a flood to wipe out this history and start over. But the residue of trauma returns in Noah's drunkenness and incestuous sexuality. Jacob, with the help of his mother, steals his brother Esau's birthright. And Jacob's son Joseph is sold into slavery by his brothers who envy his relationship with his father.